And if I did have a takeaway, I'm just like, oh well, I had a takeaway. Let's move on to the next thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not. Like I think before I would have been like, oh god, I had a takeaway. I would talk to my boyfriend about it. He'd be like, just get over it. I'm like, I can't. But now it's like, okay, we have to take away. It's fine. Um, we just move on tomorrow. Like, let's just move on to the next day. Yeah. Not, I don't think I'm, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm not like, I'll have a takeaway. I need to go and do 30,000 steps to yeah. burn off that takeaway. I'm just like, you had one takeaway in the week. That's not going to, make you gain all the way back like it's just it's all about balance really isn't it? it's all about balance enjoying your life and losing weight on the way so i think i think i'm i think i found a happy medium now welcome back to another episode of similar stories i'm your host her Olin west hope you're well hope today's finds you in good strong strides for the, the week ahead and I hope you're ready for some motivation for this week. This week's guest is Lydia. Such a, I don't know, she just feels like a massive breath of fresh air. She's a real joy to watch over on Instagram. And when I contacted her, she's, she was all about the hoop, looking at reducing her waist size with doing the hula hoop. And she took that up and she really enjoyed that. And you could just see by her post that she was really, really into that. And on today's episode, I just want to say that, you know, sometimes it's great to get some inspiration for people that are still on their journey. So Lydia's not at Target, however, she's making great strides, not just in terms of the figure on the scales going down. In fact, Lydia talks a lot in this episode about how she's moved away from that number on the scales. And on Instagram, she'll do lots of what I call zip up posts where she'll do like a post before with something that won't fasten and then something again where it now fastens and and you can just see the delight in her face that she's been able to get into you know this item of clothing and I think it's important to touch on all aspects of the weight loss journey and Lydia follows calorie counting that's a, a choice and she speaks about how she just couldn't deal with I guess the diet industry the diet mentality and she was in that pattern where she kept losing weight putting it on and she was yo-yoing up and down the scales so much so that she she just fell out with the scales and she doesn't often weigh, but she does like to measure, like I've just mentioned, measuring her clothes. She loves putting her, I guess, her focus and attention also on exercise. And she talks a lot about that and how she's now moving her body. And I just think this is going to really motivate you for the week ahead. I love everything about Liddy. You know, she's got this great energy about her. And I think that we can all learn learn a lot from Lydia. So is introducing Lydia to her episode of Slimming Stories. Enjoy. Oh my goodness, I really wanted to have you on the podcast, Lydia, because after lockdown, I was thinking, you know, I need to work on my motivation. It's like a, a continuous journey, you know, that word journey that we all use. Yeah. And, yeah. and every time that you show <laughs> up on social media, on Instagram, you know, you just, I don't know, there's something about, about you. you've got this aura of, of positivity. And also, when I when I look at your posts, it, it feels that when you do post, you, there's no real hate speech about yourself. It's you're not beating yourself over the head with something that went off in the past. It's really, really positive. Um, if you actually go back like two years ago, I would would have beaten myself up about my post. But 
I think now it's so important to be positive about yourself. That's the only way I stay motivated. If I'm negative, I'm just I just go left. So I think yeah. that's why my I think that's why all my posts are more positive minded than going to the negative side of things. So yeah, if I don't stay positive, I think that's how I kind of go off the rails. So yeah, and on your on your Instagram, you've posted on there about being the same girl but having different stages in your life so just want to yeah. talk you through how Lydia was in this negative mindset a couple of years ago and how the change I guess has come about and, and what, what's happened to start that ball rolling well two years ago I think I was just putting on a lot of weight we moved to Bristol it wasn't two, but probably about three years ago we moved to Bristol started a new job I was away from all my friends so it was just me and my boyfriend so I think we started to just eat a lot of fat food and the more fat food I ate the more bad I felt about myself mm. so I, I don't know I think I was more negative every time I looked in the mirror I was just like you shouldn't be wearing that you shouldn't be having your stomach out you shouldn't show off your because I've got quite big boobs <laughs> don't show off your boobs don't show off your legs, don't show off anything, because every time you show any of those bits off, someone will have a bad word to say about it. Mm. And I think what helped me is every day I've gone on Instagram, there's so many, like, plus-size beauties on there that were like, do you know what? No, I am going to wear what I want, and I don't care if anyone says anything negative about me. And I think slowly I started to think, do you know what? post one picture and see how it goes and I had no negative comments so I was just like do you know what actually start thinking more positively about yourself and don't think about the negative I still have like days where I look in the mirror and go oh my god I'm back to where I was two years ago but I think it's just like a snippet of it and then I just go back to no actually you look good so yeah, yeah. And, and that's <laughs> it and, and it's great to have you know plus size models on there and, and wearing yeah. lovely clothes. And that's the thing, isn't it? If we, if we can love ourselves at the point that we want to start to implement change, yeah. it's an easier process. Because yeah. it's almost like that, that bungee cord, isn't it? Where you get so yeah. far and then you have like a flicker of what happened and you, you, you know, yeah. right back to the start. So easy to get triggered back to your starting point, I think. I think that's what my trigger, my trigger is being negative about myself. And the more I'm being negative, the more I will go back to eating loads of food and just shut myself away and don't look at the mirror and just wear baggy clothes and just don't think good about yourself. So I think be yeah. staying positive is just, yeah. And seeing all those positive posts about everyone and all the blast size beauties and even blast size mid size, it doesn't matter what size, that everyone yeah. looks gorgeous. And I'm just like, oh my God, I actually like inspired to be like them so yeah absolutely so it sounds like all of this has been quite a, a freeing process yeah. for you to yeah, to have gone definitely. from like like you say wearing the baggy clothes and not wanting to to show up on social media and talk about an absolute u-turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i see you on there with like with your hula hoop um, yeah posting on there you're always on there and you, you know you're talking face to camera and even though I, I do the podcast and I do show up and talk face to camera I know yeah how difficult it is 
I mean, when, when I think back about that first face camera that I did, or even that first podcast, I think I probably did about yeah. 30 or 40 takes because it's so hard to show up in our real selves and just press publish, isn't it? It's just so, so hard. Yeah. So how was that for you when you decided to show up in all your glory and just be you? How was that? Yeah. Was it an easy... Was it an easy transition or did it, was it like a work in progress? Did it take a while to do that? It, it took a while because I think the first time I took pictures of myself, I, I took quite a lot of pictures and you know when you go through your pictures and you're just like, oh no, no, I don't think that, that's any good. I think it took me about three, four attempts. I saved them all to my draft and I never posted them. I think it took me a good two to three months to actually post a picture of myself and go right just do it because right. you know when you're just like, so self-conscious about yourself yeah. you just yeah. think oh no and people are just gonna say why why are you posting that picture you look horrible and but I think the losing weight part as well helps me as well to like feel a bit more confident about myself so yeah I think I think that process of posting the first ever picture of the being in a fitted outfit was very daunting for me I think yeah very daunting like yeah. I get so nervous I get so nervous just like in my head all the time I just get so nervous thinking what are people going to think of me is this right is this acceptable but I think if I talked to myself um back then I probably would have said just post it Liz. just post it no if anyone says anything negative just delete that comment you don't even have to look at it anymore it's just I would just delete negative comments but I never got a negative comment so I never have, have oh, been right. in that position that's the thing I think when you do when you are able to show up as yourself yeah it's so refreshing to see that then yeah. people are like okay that, that's that's my person they <laughs> they get me they? that's the thing isn't it it's like yeah. you can talk you can talk to your audience I guess and and they're the people that get you and they're the people yeah. that leave leave the lovely comments I know that when I first started doing the podcast I was like oh my god I sound so common I don't speak the Queen's English. Everybody that, at the time that was podcasting oh, no. was like really posh. It's like, who's going to listen to this? But you, you do it, don't you? Put, putting yourself out there, it's so, so liberating. And looking at your Insta page and also reading your positive self-talk, how does that compare with how you were two years ago? Was that something that you had to work on or was it just a case of, right, okay, that needs to go and I need to start, I need to just be kinder to myself. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is a complete 180. Like two years ago, I probably would have said, um, I would have posted something negative first about myself and then turn into something positive, but then go back to the negative. Yeah. So it was kind of like, those, you know, when you go negative, positive, negative. And I, and I used to post it and I think, if I say something negative about myself now, no one else will. I think yeah. that that was my mindset as well. And like over time, I slowly said, no, actually, I look good in this. I look good in that. I can wear what I want. If anyone says anything negative about me, I can just tell them to bugger off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, I, th I think before I was more like, if you say something negative about yourself, no one else can say it. So basically, you know when you're like in school mm. and someone comes up to you and they say something negative, but mm. you say it first before they can say something? Yeah. You just, that kind of, that, that was that kind of feeling, I think, because yeah, obviously but... in school I was, 
I wasn't like the most comfortable there. Uh, like I always used to joke about myself and I think that mm. was that kind of mindset back then as well. It's a way to, to protect yourself before yeah. somebody else, before someone else can. can yeah. To hurt before you. anyone can like hurt me, yeah, that's the thing. Because I don't I don't know, that's that's the way I am, I think. It's just I'd rather say it say it myself before someone else yeah. can say it to me. But it would hurt I think it would hurt less then. I know that other guests yeah. have had on a said, said similar things. So when you were at school, did you have a mm. lot of negative comments or did you perceive yourself to have a lot of negative comments? I felt like I had negative comments. Because back in school, I probably thought like, oh, I'm, if I'm joking, I'm joking about it and everyone else is joking about it, it's just a joke. Yeah. So I never felt like it was like anything serious until I grew up a bit more and for all those negative things I used to say about myself and we thought that I thought oh god yeah I, probably I am not probably I am fat maybe I'm, I am too big chested or I've got too much of a big bum or my thighs are too mm. big or stuff like that so but now I'm just like no do you know what no no one's perfect no one if you all look the same it'd be boring and that's just life like doesn't matter what size you are just wear what you want Exactly. And there's that, that point where that self-acceptance has to, it has to come in. Otherwise, you know, you, you drive yourself crazy. And from what you've just explained there, it feels that when you was at school, you made these jokes for so long that in yeah. life, you actually, it's almost like you reinforce those negative comments and they then became your, your, your beliefs. And I think trying to undo that as an adult can be, you know, it, it can be a process. And it feels to me that obviously you're, you're on the right track now. And you spoke there about your weight loss journey. So if you just want to talk to me a little bit about that, I understand about mm. calories. And it's really important to say that you're all about not obsessing about the scales, which I think is, is fantastic. Now, that, that is something within weight loss groups that generally it's like a weekly weigh-in. So if you just want to talk me through how you have found counting calories to work for you and, and any changes that's brought about? I've got nothing against Slim World. I literally follow so many people to Slim World. I think Slim World is amazing. It works. It did work for me, but I think I've kept going through that cycle of losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. I just wanted to get out of that cycle. So I think calorie counting for me was a bit more, I think it was more controlled for me. And I think not going on the scales every week, I think helped my mindset a bit more thinking, yeah. do you want lids? You don't need the scales. Just eat right, exercise, and it will happen. So I know it's been six months and I've lost two stone, but I've lost like 74 centimetres of my body. This is the most I've lost in, my, in the last seven years I've been doing to lose weight. So Fantastic. Yeah. The most I've lost, definitely. So I think calorie counting is definitely helps me with the controlling of carbs and stuff because I love carbs. <laughs> so I think the more I control it, I think the better I can feel like I can lose weight because we're still in what I used to have the biggest plate of pasta or the biggest plate of rice, loads of potatoes, but now it's a bit more controlled. So yeah. I think that's what helped me a bit more and I think not having to weigh every single week helped me yeah. as well so so when you used to weigh 
and you got on the scales, what did that actually mean to you when you saw that number? And how did it make you feel seeing that in front of you on a weekly basis? If I was, if it was a number that wasn't what I wanted, I was very, very upset with myself. And I think that was another way of me thinking, oh, do you know what, I've just done really fast, so I might as well just have a bad week. So I think it just triggered my eating. Um, yeah. quite a lot and because it's in front of other people I always felt like I was like a failure and oh my god I, I, like why did I not lose enough and stuff like it, I think it was just was a really bad trigger for me that seeing the number on the scale like if it was a good number I'd be like ecstatic but I think the other trigger with that was I needed to lose more it was positive but it wasn't positive it was more like an obsession of Right. Getting the right number on the scales, especially mm-hmm. if, if you're doing it in, in front of other people. But I've, I've been doing a challenge for four weeks and I have to wait every single week, which was a challenge for me, I think. Yeah. But the, one of the weeks I actually gained weight because I was isolating. But I, I thought in my head, don't let that get to you because mm-hmm. you've done the best you could in that time. And you know what? I actually my reaction from from that to when when I used to be in Slimming World, I think uh, yeah, it was a different mindset for totally me. Totally different. When I've looked at um, calorie counting and and the system that I was looking at is where you basically weigh yourself every day at the same time mm-hmm. every day, and for some people I think that would be quite obsessive. Mm, yeah yeah, but the whole thing around that is that your body can fluctuate so much so with water with as a woman you know through menstrual cycle and all those things that basically if you weigh yourself every day and if you've not consumed an excess like is it 3,500 calories that you need to like put a pound Mm -hmm. on whatever that amount is yeah then you know that you've not actually done anything let's say the word bad because I know, yeah. I know some of the, the terms within the weight loss groups are quite negative. I actually found that quite a comfort that if I had put weight on, but I knew that my calories had been right for the day, then I knew that I'd not, it's just my body's yeah. water trading and things like that. So it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely interesting just to get that bit of an insight into people that do other weight loss programs or whether they, you know, would that be Weight Watchers or doing the calorie counting and keto and things mm. like that. How do you find counting calories motivates you in terms of like wearing a Fitbit and looking at maybe the exercise that you're doing and the and the calories that you, you're burning off? How how does that work for you? Mm. Is there a, is there a balance in in terms of okay, right? I've eaten that. <laughs> I don't know. I've eaten that takeaway, so I'm now going <laughs> to go and do like 20k steps or something. Uh, no, so I don't look at the. I don't really look at the calories burned. Because um, I got taught that not to look at the calories you burn off your Fitbit, only because it sometimes gives you a false reading. So yeah. I, what I do is I bank, if I want to like a takeaway at the end of the week, I try and bank calories. So like every day I have like 100 calories left, and then by the end of the week I would have more calories. Because you don't look at it every day, you look at it as a week, weekly structure. Yeah. So you basically will have enough calories left for the end of the week so you don't feel so guilty eating that takeaway. And if I did have a takeaway, I'm just like, oh, well, I had a takeaway. Let's move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, 
I think before I would have been like, oh God, I had a page play. I would talk to my boyfriend about it. He'd be like, just get over it. I'm like, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But now it's like, okay, we have to take away. It's fine. Um, We just move on tomorrow. Like, let's let's move on to the next day. I don't think I'm, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm not like, oh, I have a takeaway. I need to go and do 30,000 steps to burn off that takeaway. I'm just like, you had one takeaway in a week. That's not going to make you gain all the way back. Like, it's just, it's all about balance, really. It's all about balance, enjoying your life and losing weight on the way. So I think, I think I'm, I think I found a happy medium now. Brilliant. (laughs) So when you talk about enjoying your life and I see you there with your hula hoop doing the the couch to 5k and I also read that you know originally when you started walking up the stairs was really uncomfortable so this has been such a transformation let alone the weight loss just this I guess old persona of you showing up with your hula hoop going out and doing your runs you know that that is such a big thing so how does it feel now that I'd imagine that walking up the stairs is a breeze if, if you're able to run it still hurts going <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> Obviously, when you go to the gym and do you do lunges and squats, it it hurts. But it's definitely and um, I definitely feel more feel easier going up the stairs. And I'm not out out of breath. I've got one flight of stairs to go up um, in my house, and it was a struggle every single time. Sometimes I used to say to my boyfriend, "Can you go get that for me? Because I I just can't do the stairs." Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but now, like. From like January, I've, I've started to do 10,000 steps a day. And then I, I said to myself, you know what, start doing cash to 5K. Because usually if I do start something like this, I don't finish it. And I actually completed it. And I was so proud of myself. And then after the cash to 5K, I started doing the gym because I want to start building up on my fitness as well. Yeah. So I, th- I think from... This time last year, I'm a completely different person. And the hula hoop then, I started with the hula hoop then before I started anything else. And that was probably the biggest challenge because trying to keep that hula hoop up for more than two seconds was a struggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I can dance around. I'm still not 100% good at it, but I can dance around it. And I think hula hooping is definitely like my favorite choice of exercising because you can just dance was losing weight on your on your waist and it's basically you dance you dance enjoy life and you losing weight at the same time so and you don't feel like you're exercising that's that's the good part about that's it i I love listening to music so to be able to do that and then a hula hoop so i i've got a hoop my mum who is i think she's 74 she's an absolute whiz at the hoop honest to god yeah we count it she can do like over 100 120 wow. without it without it dropping. I do about 20 around my ankles. <laughs> so to pick that up, did did you take part in any group? Basically, I follow the lovely Lisa. I absolutely love her. Um, she's slim and spin on Instagram, um, and she is absolutely amazing with a hula hoop. And in the first lockdown, she stands like a hula hoop challenge, like really basic hula hoop movement for about four weeks and I think by week and every single week I used to message and say oh my god I can't do this and she's like no keep going you honestly 
as soon as you get it, you, you will not stop, trust me. Yeah. And her challenge, by the end of it, I, I wasn't the best, but I could keep that hoop up. And I think that was my main goal. And she she was absolutely amazing. I think because of her, I'm hooping now. She, oh, honestly, she's amazing. Oh, love, love the <laughs> little group, it was literally just her, her and her videos. Yeah. So, like, really, to, like, she's got, like, instructional videos on how to do the hooping. And honestly, that's, that's how I learned how to hoop. So which hoop do you use to, to do your hooping? I've got a weighted hoop. So it's basically, it's got eight parts and you just stick it together. And it's, I think it's 1.5 kilos. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I just use that. And it does bruise at first. It does really yeah. hurt. But it's, I've, I've never stopped using that. It's amazing. I just oh, got wow. it from Amazon. My, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I absolutely <laughs> love to hoop it. I think the music, if you like, if you watch like TV and you watch something for like half an hour, all you gotta do is just get your hoop out and just yeah. stand in front of the TV, watch it, and just hoop. And you literally like like half an hour can burn like three hundred calories if you're doing oh, yeah. it like really fast. Yeah, it's really oh, good. Really, really good. <laughs> yeah. And and when I see you posting like your zip up, what I call like your zip up posts and and it will be like a post where you couldn't quite get a pair of trousers up and then you, you're in that you're in that item of clothing yeah. talk us through how that actually feels when you're able to to get that zip up I think the first one I done I actually cried because I was just like oh my god <laughs> I've not worn this for such a long time and it was I think it was my the first one I ever done was, was my jean one and it was my favorite pair of jeans and I could not wear them for such a long time and when I done the video, I, I put them up and I said, there's no way I'm going to sit. There's no way this is going to sit up. And I literally closed it and it sit. And I was like, oh, my God. And I literally started crying. I literally had to look, uh, turn the camera off and I just started crying. I was just like, oh, my God. I can't believe I've just done that. But, um, yeah, I think those, what, those videos for me shows me that I am doing progress, that yeah. I am progressing in what I like what my goal is I quite like doing those progress videos because I think that's yeah. just steps me again steps me away from the skills and just shows how hard I'm working and how my yeah. body's changing and things are finally fitting me my chest is still the same chest size but <laughs> 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 I have to get certain things on but I think I think those kind of videos really like help me with in, like in my journey as well like mm. just to see how hard I'm working because sometimes you you know when sometimes you do stuff for like three months and you think oh my god I, I like I haven't done anything nothing's changed and you yeah. suddenly you wear something that's like a size down to what you used to wear you mm. just like oh actually I am working quite hard so yeah it's working and rather than having to weigh yourself every week you can do that assessment that that measure of, of trying on the clothes because at the end of the yeah. day, you know, when we really think about what we do want, or for most people, I know for a lot, for most myself and my friends, it's to be able to go shopping and to, to mm. buy what you want without having to worry about, you know, how it's going to look or, or buy things that are really baggy because you're, you're conscious of maybe your stomach or your backside, whatever that thing is. But then to, to see that as your measure and that is you, your future pacing, aren't you? You're stepping into the future you and how you want to be and to be able to then get into those clothes that you really wanted and it used to wear in the past it, it's almost confirmation like you say that you're doing 
the right thing you're on the right track yeah. it's working that, that yeah. goals that that much further in sight and and it inspires people along the way too and it, it's lovely to think you know you don't have to obsess over scales I think yeah I think everything you're doing is is really you really are inspiring other people because that, that progress it, it's like a movie isn't it we can see it because you're there talking us through it each and every step of the way yeah, so I, I definitely, like you said, like I definitely recommend picking an item of clothing and, you know, like pick an item of clothing and say, right, it doesn't fit me now, but in six months' time, it might fit me. So that I think that kind of progress and seeing yourself working towards that little goal, I think I, I definitely recommend it. And also what I also recommend is measuring yourself, like, every month or every three months measuring that with a measuring tape because sometimes you could stay the same but you could still lose inches or centimeters of your body so because people always some people i see on social media they say oh i've maintained this week oh, i wish i had lost um weight but then if i say to them oh try try and measure yourself because you could actually have lost interest of your body because obviously yeah. if you're exercising and you're eating right but you're just maintaining you could it could be a number of things because you maintain but if you measure yourself and think that's another good part of the journey like just to show yourself that you are losing interest of your body and you again stepping away from that skill if the skill is a trigger for you yeah so it was definitely for me it was definitely for me so yeah and it's good that you've recognized that and what what do you feel like looking at this point of your journey, what what do you feel that exercise has done for you as a person in terms of like your self esteem and how you how you look at yourself when you at that point when you are I don't know naked in front of the mirror and you you're giving yourself that self love that self talk that is positive compared to what you know was in the past. How has exercise impacted that self talk? When I done my first progress pick. And then I sort of changed. The more steps I did, and gone back and looked myself in the mirror more and thought, oh my God, it's actually, it's working. I, mean, I don't know how, say, it helped me with myself talk, but I think it helped me with me becoming more confident and seeing the changes in my body and seeing yeah. what I want to see. And I think, like, I don't want people to think, oh yeah, she's doing it to become skinny. No, I'm doing it to become healthy and I need to mm. become healthy because I've got underlying health issues that I need to rectify. So I that there is different things to why I'm doing it. But the way I look at myself now is definitely positive. And I think the exercise part of part of things is aiding yeah. towards me looking the way I look now. So exactly. yeah. So for anybody listening, Lydia, that would like to follow you on Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? It's at Lids Journey 2, number two, Target. Fabulous. And what I'll do, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. So anybody listening, just click on that link and then you can go and see Lydia with her hoops, with her doing her, her runs and all of those things and, and help to inspire you too. So thank you so much for joining me today, Lydia. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I, I was nervous at the beginning, but I think I've eased into it. And thanks for being such a fabulous interviewer. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'll bring you on again. You're welcome. Thank you. You take care. Thank you. Thank you too.
It was such a joy to have Lydia on the show. And I just like, I guess, Lydia's take on it, which is physically taking a photograph of before and after. And I think that's something that we could all do. Whether we're brave enough or not to post on social media, that's another thing entirely. But definitely, I think it's something... It's something that we can all do. And I think, you know, Lydia has been super inspiring. And I hope that you can think about doing this, you know, maybe going through your wardrobe. There's probably pieces in there that you feel that you just can't fit into. For whatever reason, you've not had the motivation to stick to plan. Maybe things have been too busy. You've not had that focus. But maybe this could be the turning point for you. Maybe you could take that item out and start keeping a library of things that really really motivate you you could even put like a, a pinterest board and, and set it to private and put all of your your items that you'd really love to fit into ready for for christmas maybe you know we've got is it about 14 oh my god is it about 14 weeks to christmas you know future patents something that i love to talk about it's not really woo woo it's basically about thinking about where you want to be in a month's time in two months time how you want to feel in the clothes that you're in. And maybe when you're, you're looking through your wardrobe and you're trying to find a piece to wear for an occasion, an event, whether it's a birthday or a party, if the clothes that you're wearing just aren't doing it for you, and if the reason for that is because you're quite overwhelmed with sticking to plan and getting to the gym and, and just feeling good in your skin. And I think that's what it's all about, isn't it? We can talk about numbers on the scales to, you know, the cows come in, but it's all about putting clothes on and or not even and feeling feeling good in our own skin. And if you're not quite feeling it, I really hope that Lydia's story has really helped you to see that it's just a case of starting. You know, it's just a case of starting and, and flipping your mindset around the stories that you tell yourself and where you are now. And you can future pace this. You can look at the items in your wardrobe, take some photographs and think, you know, what do I need to do to get into those clothes? What do I need to be doing? Maybe I need to put a morning routine into place. I'm sure everyone that's tuned into this podcast is, is looking for some motivation, something that will give them that click moment to, to commit to, that light bulb moment that they'll think, right, OK, that's what I'm going to do this week. And I think Lydia has brought all those elements to this podcast episode thank you so much for tuning in if you've not yet subscribed if you're a new listener to the podcast please hit subscribe wherever you listen and if you're somebody that's listened to the podcast since 2019 please write and leave a review that would be absolutely fantastic it's my two-year podcast anniversary next month and i would love to see some more reviews on itunes that would be absolutely amazing so have a great week ahead and until next time, take care.